Hey guys, what's up? Well, in case you haven't heard by now, and if you tune into Andre Metal's Black Nerd Comedy's latest video, you probably have heard, if not read, the various headlines out there. And that is the fact, and the title says it below um, as well. Yes, Tiny Toons is coming back, but they're coming back not as Tiny Toon Adventures, but as Tiny Toons University. Now, the information that I could get, even though it's not seen here on the article here, that you'll be seeing in front of me um, as I get ready to uh, talk to you about this. Uh, but basically, um, the uh, premise, from what we understand right now, and Andre even mentioned this in his video, the pre oh, he read it off when he was reading the article, uh, basically, Tiny Toons Luniversity uh, is going to be exactly what it says. Uh, basically, a lot of the adventures, a lot of the episodes, which is a two-episode, not two-episode, but a two-season order by HBO Max and Cartoon Network, they, uh, most of those adventures and episodes will take place in the Luniversity. I mean, originally, Tiny Toons would go all over the place, not just be in the Luniversity or be contained within the Luniversity. They would go all over. They'd go all over the world. They'd have different variety shows, stuff like that. You name it. But specifically here, what it sounds like they're doing is they're going to make the Luniversity the prime location. And part of the premise is the Toons, the Tiny Toon characters, are going to be learning on how to be the next, you know, Looney Tunes themselves, the next big WB, uh, Merry Melody, Looney Toon characters themselves, under the tutelage and mentorship of the original Looney Tunes. Now, that's cool and everything to hear, and I'm going to bring this up for a second. Hold on. But like I said, that's all cool to hear and everything, um, you know, to know that Tiny Toons is indeed coming back for two, a two-season uh, run. Now, you might be wondering why, why is Tiny Toons, and even before that with the, you know, the uh, revelation that Animaniacs, they even put it in their theme song, uh, two seasons, you know, why are they getting two seasons each? You know, what's going on? Why not more? Uh, basically because of the fact that, you know, we're going to probably get 13 episodes out of uh, Tiny Toons University, just like we're going to get with Animaniacs 2020. Uh, and the reason that is, is to kind of see if people will uh, accept it. In other words, if they will, you know, you know, become a admired by or immured by it, whatever, attracted to it. That's the one I'm looking for. If they'll be attracted to it, if they'll become a fan of it, and if the, the popularity that hopefully they believe will come out of these will enable enable them, I should say, to probably order, you know, more seasons for the future. Um, I don't see why that wouldn't be a possibility, seeing as though these are actually two shows that people wanted to see be brought back in some capacity. And now Tiny Toons is getting that option. Now, like I said, Andre mentioned in his video that the synopsis um, is going to evolve the uh, characters primarily at the university, at the institution, learning about, you know, all the zany wild takes and hijinks and stuff uh, they need to learn and know about to be the next big Looney Tunes stars or the next big stars of uh, the WB, if you will. So here's what it says, and again, hopefully you'll be seeing this across the screen if you haven't seen it already. Um, it says, and I quote, this is by Variety, A reboot of Tiny Toon Adventures is among a number of series ordered at HBO Max and Cartoon Network. 
Now, this is why they talk about Tiny Toons, because they do mention some other ones. But here's where they talk about Tiny Toons, and I quote, The new series titled Tiny Toons University, or the new series is titled Tiny Toons University. The half-hour animated show will feature characters from the original series which aired from 1990 to 1992. The show has received a two-season order with Steven Spielberg attached to return as an executive producer. Aaron Gibson will serve as showrunner and co-executive producer, while Nate Cash will also serve as co-executive producer. Sam Register, president of Warner Brothers Animation and Cartoon Network Studios, will also executive produce along with Ambeline uh, Television co-presidents Justin Flavor, uh, Flavie, uh, uh, Flavor, uh, Flavie, and Daryl Frank. Sorry if I pronounced that last name on Justin uh, inappropriately. I do apologize. But they will uh, also serve as co-producers or executive producers um, along with uh, Sam Register, uh, who is the president of WB Animation and Cartoon Network Studios. Um, them being the uh, co-presidents of Ambeline Television will serve, like I said, as executive producers. It goes on to state that uh, Tiny Toons University is produced by Ambeline Television in association with Warner Brothers Animation. Clint Laving, Vice President of Television and Ambeline Television and Audrey Dell, Senior Vice President of Series of Warner Brothers Animation, will oversee day-to-day creative affairs of the series. Uh, so, yeah, that's what Variety uh, mentioned. And uh, basically, like Andre uh, talked about in his video, and check that out. Um, I'll provide a link down below. Uh, basically, its primary focus, uh, according to the synopsis that we know of right now, is it will be contained within the confines of the Luniversity, or at least around the surrounding area or structure of the Luniversity. Now, the picture you probably see up here already of Buster and Babs, this is the uh, picture that was uh, presented on the Looney Tunes Instagram uh, that Andre said he found it on, as well as, you know, basically pitched or shown to a lot of people uh, when the news broke or when the news was revealed that this revival was going to happen. And obviously you could tell that they're going to give the characters new designs, well, new clothing designs, but kind of still have that spiritual um, original, but still have that original look attached to them uh, from the previous series. Now, we kind of get an idea of what Buster and Babs are going to look like. And Babs' um, outfit here, it looks very identical because we've seen her in an outfit, you know, very similar um, in the Tiny Toon episodes of the past. I think when they were, um, what, was, what was that one episode where, you know, they thought they were going to the Emmys, you know, if you will, um, as guests of honor. And it was just a white lie that uh, Buster had to tell them because he needed to help um, taking down a mad doctor or something like that. And basically, this is an outfit that looks very identical to what Babs has worn in that episode as well as some other episodes. So that's kind of cool that maybe they're looking towards that to put on, to kind of dress her up in uh, when it comes to uh, this series. Buster, of course, looks like he's got a Letterman jacket with a white t-shirt. So a little updated look for him as well. Uh, we don't know what the other characters will look like. We could assume that Plucky might have an updated look. Maybe similar. My my guess is this, you know, because we know it's not the first time Buster's been in a Lettuce Men's jacket. Check out 
uh, several episodes, mostly the Acme Bowl episode. You will see him and Plucky and Hampton and Little Men's Jackets as well, along with the other characters. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see if maybe Plucky and perhaps Hampton will follow suit with the Lettuceman's um, outfit. Uh, you got to wonder if Babs and Shirley and Fifi will follow suit with a similar design as well. Uh, it's it's really it's going to be really a, a spec between now and the announcement of its release date and you know basically maybe the teaser or trailer we'll get in the future. It's mainly speculation as to what the other characters will look like along with Buster and Babs, you know, and as well as will be speculation between now and then as to when as to what you know the series is going to be like uh, besides the synopsis that we got. You know, you got to wonder if. You know, Animaniacs um, being true to the uh, original spirit, of, uh, being true to the spirit of the original and carrying that on into this soft reboot that they're doing, because that's what it is. Um, you know, you have to still wonder if you're going to get a lot of the gags, you know, that you got in Animaniacs, if you're going to get them uh, in the new Animaniacs. And it looks like you are, along with some new stuff. Um so, and you because know, again, you have to wonder: Is Animaniacs going to give us the wild takes, the eye popping, the melting gag? Notice lustful melt when one character becomes attracted and immured, uh, immured, if you will, to another, and they end up melting into a puddle of goop or something like that. Where either they revive themselves, or somebody has to pick them up and revive them in some comedic fashion. You know, you got to wonder. Um, if Animaniacs is going to bring that to the table in these two seasons they got, I believe they will in some way. Because I think we're already seeing that. But now you have to wonder if Tiny Toons is going to do the same things. Because we know Tiny Toons had the same gags as Animaniacs did. Um, so, you know, so you have to wonder if we're going to get a lot more of that. Especially if, you know, part of the premise, according to the synopsis that um, Andre and others have read... You know, if, you know, they're learning all, all about hijinks and hilarity and all that under the Looney Tunes, you know, I think it pretty much would, I think that pretty much, in my opinion, for the time being, answers the question that, yeah, we're going to get those zany wild out outtakes. We're going to get the lustful melt gag. We're going to get the eye popping, you know, stuff. We're going to get, you know, maybe characters shape-shifting into things to, you know, you know, into inanimate objects or into other characters as part of the lessons. You know, because we know that Babs, you know, Babs is like a, a impersonate, is basically, you know, a master at impersonations. That's what she is. And, um, you know, because, you know, well, basically that's what her character was. She was a master at, you know, impersonations. So it has to make you wonder um, exactly how far they'll go with Babs in this series. Besides, you know, with the exception of her doing celebrity impersonations or anything like that. But how far she'll go with maybe impersonating another character or an uh, inanimate object or animal or whatever. And, you know, it makes you wonder. So, so again, it's just, like I said, between now and the release of the first trailer and maybe the first look you know, fully of what the characters are going to look like as a whole, you know, it's merely speculation. But, yeah, it's great to know that Tiny Toons is coming back. I'm happy to see it coming back. Um, you know, Tiny Toons, you know, I grew up on it back in the 90s. You know, my kid, my sisters grew up on it. It was a show that we would all watch together. It's like, you know, every time around 4 o'clock, 4.30, we would be right in front of that television on KTVU Channel 2, and we would watch 
Tiny Toon Adventures. We would watch it. We would not try to miss an episode unless something came up. We would be in front of that television every weekday and even Saturday mornings when they did the Saturday morning deal. Uh, we would be watching Tiny Toon Adventures because it was a show we all enjoyed. Um, in fact, I remember when it first initially debuted. It had debuted, believe it or not, not on the WB, not on Fox. It debuted, actually, the pilot debuted on CBS Primetime. It was presented as a CBS special presentation. And, uh, excuse me there. And this was at a time when CBS, I think, still had some contractual agreement with Warner Brothers to air some Looney Tune-like specials in primetime or related specials in primetime. And that's how um, they were able to do the uh, pilot for Tiny Toon Adventures. I also think, in my opinion, Tiny Toons was being pitched to CBS as a potential uh, addition to the Saturday morning lineup. But I think Fox or W the Fo uh, Fox at that time, because they were up and coming, swooped in and say, "Hey, we'll pay you more money if you let us have Tiny Toons," uh, because you know, or basically, if you let us have Tiny Toons on our lineup weekday and Saturdays. Uh, because initially, when it uh, first began, it was mainly in syndication, and then the announcement came that it went to uh, it, be it became basically a Fox exclusive, a Fox Kids exclusive, and. Like I said, I think the original one of the original networks pitched to get the series was CBS. Thus, the reason they were airing the pilot in primetime. Uh, but yeah, Tiny Toons was such a massive hit with a lot of people. Um, I remember we went to a blockbuster one time in Topeka, Kansas. And we bought, as a family, me and my sisters got our parents to uh, buy us uh, How I Spent My Vacation, which was being promoted all over the place. You know, it you know, it didn't matter if you were watching Tiny Toons or something else. Every 15 minutes or every few commercials here and there, even in prime time, they would advertise Tiny Toons, How I Spent My Vacation. And the reason they were advertising it the way they were was because initially How I Spent My Vacation was supposed to be a theatrical release, but because the animation, I think, wasn't up to par to what a, theater, a theatrical uh, release would be a would be like or be viewed by a lot of people that were used to the Disney style of animation at that time, uh, the decision was let's just put on a direct-to-video and go from there. And they kind of basically touch upon that in um, in the movie uh, because you have Buster and you have Babs basically talking about, you know, vi the video itself. Like, you know, when Buster's squirting Babs with the squirt gun, just what? You know, just, you know, basically, uh, you know, causing her to get wet time and time again, no matter how he does it. There's a line when he's uh, doing this, like he's got this massive wave coming at her. And he goes, uh, he looks at the camera, breaks the fourth wall and says, I do this water thing to Babsy throughout the entire video. And then there's a moment where they're falling through the sky and they get saved by Superman, a DC licensed character who... I uh, was drawn in classic Superman style. And, you know, you have both of them acknowledging, you know, hey, this is, hey, you know, what are you doing? This is our movie. And then you have, and I think that's Buster. He's like, you know, you know, hey, guy, you know, this is our film or this is our movie. And then you have Babs going like, yeah, get your own video. Oh, or something like that. And then Superman's like, hey, it's your call. Whee! Just drops him. <laughs> You know, just drops them and all that. So, um, 
Yeah, <laughs> they made they made Superman look like a a jerk in that in that in that one scene. Uh, but yeah, um, again, they do make fun of that, which kind of makes you think if it was going to hit the theaters, if they would have done the same thing. Like I do this to Babsy throughout the entire theatrical film or the whole cinematic or this whole cinematic film or something like that. Or the, I just do this like. Instead of Buster saying, I do this water thing to Babsy through the entire video, if the initial line was, I do this thing, water thing to Babsy throughout the entire movie, you know, uh, it makes you wonder. But, of course, how I spent my vacation wasn't the only thing that, you know, sprang from the series. In fact, one of the final episodes, if not the final episode, was the Christmas episode, which was, according to the, uh, I think, the last volume, um, uh, the last volume in the complete series of Tiny Toons on DVD, uh, Wonderful Tiny Toon Christmas, um, it premiered in prime time, but it was also serving as the finale. It was serving as the finale as well to, to the series. And then after that, you had, uh, the spring, uh, breakout series or the spring break special they did, which was basically a 44 minute to hour long, uh, uh, Tiny Toons, Toons, Toon TV special. And um, that was another thing about Tiny Toons. They also made fun of MTV because they did this um, TTV or uh, Tiny Toons or Toons TV um, episode, not once but twice, to where a l what they were doing was they were taking license. They gained a license for a lot of these um, classic, if not up to modern songs at that time, and they would have the characters singing them. They would have them singing them, uh, basically, uh, in music video format. Like you have Buster singing, Do You Love Me? You have Babs doing Respect. You have Shirley the Loon doing a, a parody of Nobody Comes Close to You. You know, you have, you know, they, you have them, um, you have characters like Hampton doing They Might Be Giants to Particle, uh, Particle Man by They Might Be Giants. You know, you have a lot of these videos. You had a lot of them. You had them basically doing music video parodies of these classic, if not up to modern songs. So what they did is they decided to expand on that um, with uh, the Spring Breakout one. And the difference, though, was they weren't parodying any of this. They weren't. Uh, what I'm trying to say is the difference was basically they didn't utilize those classic song of the cla uh, classic songs of the 60s and 70s and 80s and all that like they had done before no they actually parodied a lot of the songs they did they actually parodied a lot of songs um in that special like girls boys girl boys uh where you have the kid where you have some kind of i don't know sing-off between um uh, buster plucky and hampton against babs shirley and fifi and and it's fun. It's a fun watch because you have, you know, during this music video, you have them all dancing with the respective other, like Buster with Babs, Shirley with Plucky, Fifi with Hampton. So that was, that was kind of, um, that was kind of cool. They even, oh, they even made fun of Will You Be There from Free Willy. There was a, oh, uh, they, they made fun of that. You know, they made fun of the scene. They, you know, they made, you know, they made fun of that iconic scene from Free Willy. You know, they went the whole nine yards. I mean, nothing was off limits when it came to the special. Uh, and then, of course, the last special that they did, which was um, aired in primetime, obviously, and then 
uh, direct to video was Night Goolery, which was a spooky Halloween uh, related episode. And you could tell, uh, and basically when you look at the the intro for the Night Goolery special, you could tell that it was made around the time that um, Animaniacs was about to wrap up because Animaniacs came out about the year after the third season. And in the intro, you see Fifi dressed up like Dot Warner. So, so yeah, you have uh, moments. So, yeah, basically that was the last special. Um, and during the run, I remember reading in a magazine somewhere that they said there were plans, and I guess they shelved these plans, but there were plans initially to do a primetime spinoff of Tiny Toons called Primetime Toons. It'd basically be the same characters, but the show would be aired in primetime. Um, I don't know if... I don't know exactly what happened, but that was the last I heard of it. And they, I guess they kind of dropped the idea. They kind of axed it and shelved it indefinitely. And we just, you know, got, um, like I said, Spring Break and Night Goolery uh, in its place. Excuse me there. So, yeah, Tiny Toons, obviously big, big phenomenal, uh, phenomenally big, I should say, a series with a lot of people. Um, it was, you know, like Andre said in his video, it was basically the, and they say it in the article, in some of the articles, uh, it was basically a lot of young kids' first introduction to the Looney Tunes. Like, you know, they probably heard about them, they'd seen shorts here and there, but they didn't really know much about them. Tiny Tunes was the show that kicked open the door to show you who these characters were, because what was great about Tiny Tunes is they would actually uh, utilize archival footage as part of the story. Like in the episode Promise Her Anything, uh, they have Babs, I mean not Babs, but they have Buster who's reluctant to ask uh, Babs to the prom, although he plans to do so, but the reason he's reluctant is because he doesn't know how to dance. So what they do um, is they have him go into uh, a library. They have him go into a, uh, um, a, a, movie, a movie theater or a movie room uh, within the school's library to look up some archival footage and he picks out this um, movie reel of Bugs Bunny's latest or greatest dance moves and what they show is that one dance dance that he does in that uh, one short where he's trying to where the doctor is trying to switch his brain out with a robot or a monkey or something like that and he does this one dance and, and that dance gets included into the plot because Plucky, because Buster's like, perfect. That's the best one. That's I'm going to go right off the bat with that one. And they actually have the characters doing that dance, if you will, along with Bugs, if you will, uh, at the end of the episode. Uh, what's cool about the episode as well is uh, it does pretty much establish um, Fifi and Hampton as sort of an on and off um, item like the good friends and you know the good friends and sometimes they're more than that so they kind of established that because you know Fifi is a little resentant or resentful of going of the of the prom and everything because you know nobody wants to ask her because you know she's a skunk but here's Hampton he's like you know that you know when she rejects his offer and he's walking off he just basically mentions the fact that hey, I was just hoping you'd be my date and Bam! You know, she just, it's like a lightning bolt. It's like Cupid just hit her. Bam! And she goes right to him. She goes right to right to Hampton and, and is uh, all 
cuddly when kissing on him, and it's like, okay, you know, they're an item now. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, it was the show was so good. It was just so good. Um, you know, there were honestly there were you know things that came out of the show you know, merchandise-wise, that a lot of people enjoyed getting. Like I said, it wasn't just, like, the direct-to-video movie and stuff like that. You had the NES games, you had the Game Boy games, Genesis games, you know, you had a PlayStation game, you know, that's as far as they went. Um, you know, video game-wise, up into the PlayStation era. Uh, you had dolls, plushes, things like that. You had all kinds of things. You had coloring books, you had novels, uh, junior novels, if you will. You had uh, comic books, you know, apparently. You know, they had the whole nine yards thrown out for this franchise because it was such a big, big deal. So it was so huge. And uh, when the show finally did end, of course, a lot of people were hoping they would see it again. In fact, anytime um, a network would pick up the license to distribute it over the air, the ratings would go up every time they came on the ratings for that network at that time would go up because people love Tiny Toon Adventures. So it's great to know that Tiny Toons is coming back with Tiny Toons University. But again, but again, the speculation between now and whenever we get the first full official look at the designs and, you know, you know, possibly a first full teaser or trailer, the speculation is going to be, you know, are they going to carry that spirit of the original into the new one? And if you have Steven Spielberg involved and even some newer people involved, um, you know, that want to oversee and make sure this is done right, then there's no doubt in my opinion that, yeah, it's going to carry that spirit over. But again, you also have to wonder, are we going to get the same zany, wild outtakes and gags that we got previously? Like the eyes popping out of the head, you know, being smashed and flattened, fall, you know, being cut to pieces or whatever. You know, like I said earlier, the melting into a puddle, lustful milk gag at the attraction of one character, uh, of the attraction of, to a certain character by one, by another character, you know, and possibly being restored by themselves, by the help of another, or, or by the help of said character or whatever, you know, it, it makes you wonder, it makes you uh, curious if that's all going to be included, but if the synopsis, like I mentioned earlier, and Andre mentioned in his video, he read off there, um, is any indication then yeah, we're probably going to see a lot of that, if not more. Um, you do have to wonder, though, exactly, you know, if maybe from a story and continuity standpoint, if there's a continuity, um, if basically this is going to set up maybe at the end of the second season, if we don't get more seasons, which I don't see why we shouldn't, because I think initially the reason they're going with the two-season deal with both Tiny Toons and Animaniacs is to see if it will be well received enough to where they can greenlight a third season and I think it will be. I think both shows will be and with both shows we'll probably get a third and fourth season ordered um, probably before the second season airs. Um, that's just speculation though. But like I said I think that's the only reason they're doing the two season deal and I believe basically if we don't get any more seasons which we should you have to wonder from a continuity standpoint if this is all going to build up to them graduating and then possibly ending the series, whether it's in the second season or third season or whatever, but ending the series with the graduated Tiny Toon characters, you know, 
years later, welcoming in the new, the newest class of potential Looney Tune characters uh, to the Looniversity. You know, it has to make you wonder, if, you know, if that's what's going to happen. Well, have to, as I say in my videos, and a lot of people say in the videos, we'll have to wait and see. Have to wait and see if that happens and occurs. But yeah, it is. Uh, but overall, yeah, it's uh, like I was saying, <laughs> it's great to hear that Tiny Toons is back. Uh, they're coming back with this Tiny Toons University. And, um, you know, hopefully it will be good. I don't see why it shouldn't. Because, you know, you're containing it within the Looniversity, you know, which means that the stories could not just be classic Tiny Toons stories, if you will, you know, with the mentorship of the Looney Tunes, but you might get a little bit more than that. And I think the reason they're going with the Looniversity setting is because nowadays you got a lot of shows that have a lot of their main cast, teenagers, a lot of the stories taking place in the school settings uh, that are in the settings of the schools that they attend uh, before being venturing out to other places. You know, so uh, it's going to be really interesting uh, to see what they do with the show. Um, I think it's going to do great, honestly, and I don't see why it or Animaniacs shouldn't get a third or fourth season renewal after these two initial seasons. Uh, but it's great to see them back, and uh, that's all I can say, guys. Let me know what your thoughts are on Tiny Toon Adventures coming back with Tiny Toons, with Tiny Toons uh, Looniversity. Tell me what, how you feel about it. What do you see coming out of this? Like, what gags do you think will come back? Do you think some of them that I mentioned will make a comeback? How do you see the whole, you know, story playing out with this Looniversity being the centerpiece of the stories? What do you think the characters will look like besides the potential of what we see Babs and Buster looking like? What's your thoughts overall? Comment down below. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about it. And that's all I'm going to say, guys. So, still next time, stay cool, stay safe. I'm out.